we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another edition of Mental Health Awareness right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful repeat guest and used to be a host with us here in Self Discovery Media is Linus Wood Mullins. We're going to be talking today about anxiety, the stress, the worry, being overwhelmed, and the holistic tips that can help you. There's always an answer, folks, but we don't always know what the question is. The last couple of years, she says, have been very stressful for many reasons, and it appears that we may be in for another few stressful months ahead. Stats are showing an increase of people feeling anxious and stressed over 25% increase. Doctors are beginning to see an increase in chronic diseases, and that can be directly tied to stress. Also, there is a great concern about how all the stress and anxiety is affecting our immune system and how we can head it into the flu and virus season. And don't forget, COVID is still very much around, folks. But the good news is that there is things that we can do holistically to minimize your anxiety and stress. That these holistic tips do not only get results, but you can also improve your overall wellness. She's going to share with us tips to require increment lifestyle change that can make a difference when it comes to feeling that anxiety, stress, worry, and a sense of feeling overwhelmed. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody out there right now that hasn't got some level of stress or feeling overwhelmed. I think it's kind of almost the state of being nowadays. And uh, we can tell people as much as we like, take a breath. But, you know, you take a breath and then the next thing hits you. So there's a lot of protection measures that we need to put into place, don't we, love, in order to kind of get through each day. Absolutely. And Sarah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a while since I feel like I'm returning home. It's been great uh, to be talking to you and back on the Self-Discovery Network. It's just wonderful to be here today. It's always good to have you back here. And I do encourage people to go and listen to your many shows that you did with us over the years. So much wisdom, so many incredible people that you interviewed. And as I said, there is always an answer. And sometimes you've just got to pay attention and listen because you'll find an answer in any one of those podcasts. But yeah, anxiety and stress. Now, you know, I want people who are looking at the video, because I know this is on 17 audio platforms, but uh, or go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and put in Linus Wood Mullins and you'll see her, her entire show and mentors page, etc. there. But you're looking at a woman that is 65 young, who looks absolutely dynamic and absolutely sensational. So clearly she's doing something right. And I know that she's of a workaholic. Uh, she's always got multiple things on the go, uh, yet she manages to handle that stress and still look awesome, feel awesome, and cope with everything. So I certainly want to know what you're doing, darling. Oh my gosh. You know, I think being able to operate in your passion or operate mm -hmm. in your gifted, your gifting and your passion, because yeah. uh, sometimes what people are gifted in are always what they're passionate about. But in this particular case, I, I got I got lucky. I got blessed. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, when you are, um, you know, 
running a business is, is always stressful. There's always things that happen, but it always helps me to go back to my why in terms of why I'm doing what I'm yes. doing. And when I'm reminded of that, I enter into the joy piece because that is, it does give me great joy. Yes, it's a lot of work. I mean, I've been doing this almost 16 years in uh, April, 2023. And in that 16 years, I have learned probably the most about myself and what it is that I need to do to stay whole so I can continue to operate in my passion and to use the gifts that God has given me to be able to help um, other women to not, you know, go through the same stuff that I went through uh, so many years ago when I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that movie, what's eating garbage? I was trying to figure out what's eating lettuce, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, and, uh, I, I couldn't figure it out. I um, had this feeling that I had every morning that it felt like I was going straight downhill in a roller coaster with no restraints. And over the, over the years, because I wasn't really dealing with it, I kept pushing it back. I got worse almost to the point where I had that feeling all day long and to the point where I finally had an event that put me in the hospital. And that's when I finally decide to figure out what was going on with me. And, and my goal in my business is to help women not go there, yes. to come up with individualized wellness plans that will help them with their vibrancy, uh, help increase their intuition and that inner beauty that we all have and help them to emerge into the midlife woman they want to be. And part of all of that that's intertwined within all of that is our mental health. Yeah. Um, and in this country, we don't talk enough about it until something happens, until there's an event, just like I have my own personal event. But wouldn't it be wonderful if we could learn how to do things mm -hmm. preventively uh, and also learn how to do things when those feelings come, when, when we're in the midst of whatever it is that's causing us the angst to have something to do that will help us, you know, be able to process through that and be wiser and move forward without fear, without those blocks that in the past have hindered us from pursuing a life that we really want. Mm. So many topics, uh, so many things I want to issue on there. Number one, the in individual. You know, there is no one size that fits all. And you've got to be willing to try a few things on and give it a bit of time to see what really fits you, so to speak. You know, um, yoga may work for somebody, this may work for someone else, but we've got to be willing to try those things and listen to somebody else who's been there, who's done it, who's using, <clears throat> excuse me, certain techniques that if we're not willing to listen, we're not listening and willing to hear, we're not willing to try, then we're not going to be resolving any problems. So that participation, but understanding it is an individual fit. Um, what works for one may not work for another, but that doesn't mean there's nothing out there that doesn't work. You've just right. got to be willing to take the journey. And the other thing, too, is that sometimes what may have worked for you at one time yeah. may not work as well at another time because uh, there are a lot of things that impact our emotional wellness, our environment, our relationships, our hormones, our mm -hmm. body chemistry, all of that feeds into it. And so, you know, box A was great for a year or two. Uh, now box A in year three just isn't working. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to uh, get as much knowledge as possible about the possible things you can do to ward off stress, uh, to move through anxiety, to deal with that overthinking and that sense of overwhelm, to get as much information and many things in your toolkit as possible so that if one doesn't quite work for, for that particular time, then that's okay. You got all these other things that you can yes. do. 
I think that, um, you know, there is a sense of hopelessness sometimes when it comes to anxiety and worry, but you do not have to be hopeless and you don't have to be a victim to it. You can definitely tackle uh, these issues and it may not be the panacea for everything that you're feeling, but there are things you can do that can help you feel a whole lot better than you might be as a result of feeling totally stressed out and being anxious all the time. I think one of the things is recognizing the fact that is it anxiety is it depression are you just feeling overwhelmed or stressed right now you know what state of being are you in at the present moment and then kind of looking at what put you in that state of being now I you know an empath and I pick things up and then it's very very hard not to and it sets me down the depression which for me is like sadness and I know during that time period I've got to be very careful otherwise I can retreat in and I know that there's certain steps I need to do in order to help me kind of get back into passion, get back into the what I can do and not feeling overwhelmed with what I can't do. Because I think a lot of our anxiety is knowing that there's so much going wrong outside there and feeling helpless. And I think it is pay attention to who, you know, what triggers you, what identify exactly what it is if you can identify where it's coming from and address things one step at a time because you can overwhelm yourself if you are trying to address everything all at once that's really true i think that in order to be successful in making lifestyle changes you have to do it incrementally mm. one baby step at a time because when you think about it whatever it is you're feeling probably took took you a while yeah. to get to that point yeah so therefore it's going to take a while for you to remove it completely or to even minimize it effectively but as long as you're on the road to recovery or on the road to having a better life you're getting better hopefully that's enough motivation remembering your why why am i doing these things yeah. oh because i want mm -hmm. to feel better that will be the motivation to keep you moving forward and to keep you going and there are probably as many different kinds of things that you can do as people there's so yeah. many things and today i was just going to talk about a few uh that are obvious perhaps but i want to tell you why you know these things work someone sometimes people need to know well okay yeah i know i'm supposed to move but why what mm. why does that make a difference yes uh there's so many things that we take for granted say oh yeah i know i can do that what else but those basic things are really important and the really fundamentals help. right the fundamentals mm. and they help those other intrinsic mm. things that you might come across work even better because your foundation is getting stronger in terms of doing the basics that you need to know and when you take a look at how you've been feeling and you take a look at the basics in terms of what you need to do more than likely there's something there that you're probably not doing on a regular basis or that you could do more of and you really take a you said something about, um, you know, being aware uh, of what's going on with us. And I think that the first thing that you have to do uh, whenever making a lifestyle change is you really have to learn to be self-aware. Yes. Uh, so many of us are not. And by the, on, the only way to really be self-aware is to stop and check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. And just see, how are you feeling in your body? And then be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. Oh, I feel great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what about, you know, what about that ache in your back or that little tummy ache or the headache that you had or the uh, when you woke up first thing in the morning, you know, you were kind of sore. All those different things 
things, you know, take a look at that and see what's there and then begin to see, okay, what's causing it. Mm -hmm. It's not just necessarily old age. Maybe there's other things mm -hmm. that you need to be thinking about, but just checking in with yourself at different parts of the day, just to see how you're feeling and where you're feeling that in your body can be very helpful in terms of evaluating how a holistic practice is actually impacting you. I'll give you an example. Um, I was making some smoothies for someone and it has in it some things to help you with gut health mm -hmm. and to also help you with your mental clarity. And I know that it works. I have other clients, about five or six other clients, and they all reported something different. So I just gave it to her. I didn't say a whole lot about, you know, um, how it was going to make her feel or anything like that at all. And so a little bit later during the day, I said, listen, how do you feel? Do you feel any different from that? And she was like, no, not really. I said, well, before you took the drink, did you stop to see how you were feeling before you took it? Yeah. Just to see? And she was like, no, I didn't. I said, well, I would challenge you to next time you take the drink to just check, check in with yourself to see how you're feeling. And don't be afraid if how you're feeling isn't that great. Well, you know, I feel tired. I feel what? Be honest with yourself. Yes. Okay. And then take the drink and see later what the difference is. Uh, that's when being self-aware really does yes. help you along your journey to overall wellness, because now you're listening to your body, you're taking cues from your body and you're doing something about it. So many times we listen to our body, we hear it, but we got to push us back. So I'll, I'll do that later, or it's not that big of a thing. And unfortunately, sometimes that we end up leading to this event where you're hospitalized yeah. mm -hmm. on medication, God forgive uh, surgeries. And many times that could be avoided if we just take the time to check in with ourselves. Big word there, time, right? You know, we're, we're, Oh, but I don't have time. I've got to do this and this person's demanding that and that person's doing that. Well, then I would say manage your time in a way that you are giving yourself X amount of time a day. Nothing else matters apart from a catastrophe. At that moment, this is your time. And that we feel, especially as women, so guilty about mm. that, taking time for ourselves. And I think get over that. You know, that was an old program. If we don't take the time for ourselves, this is my break right now. Please don't come near me. This is where I'm rejuvenating. I'm centering myself. I'm gathering myself up for whatever is coming next. But if you don't take the time, then you are going to be constantly adding more and more stress and more and more stress and more and more stress. And then, as you said, the cosmic two by four. Do you hear me now? I've given you so many warnings but you mm -hmm. didn't pay attention to them. So I think time is a huge thing that we can give ourselves, but one of the things that we sacrifice the most. I, I think we just, we make time for things we want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're deciding what kinds of things you might want to add to your life to help you deal with your anxiety and your stress, you definitely want to uh, choose something that resonates with you, that you enjoy doing. Um, if a, a good example is that um, if someone says, oh, you really need to meditate to get rid of the stress, but it's something that you don't enjoy doing, yeah. you're not going to get those kind of results. So don't do it. Nope. It's okay. Not nope. everybody, although meditation is one of the holistic practices I recommend for people because there's different kinds of meditation, all kinds of ways you can do it. 
But if you're not feeling that, if that's not working for you, then don't set yourself up and do something you know doesn't resonate with you. There are plenty of things that you can do to help alleviate those feelings um, than than just meditation that you might enjoy more. So sometimes to help you make that lifestyle change is you want to choose something that you kind of already enjoy doing and not something where you have to like, oh God, now I got to go walk around the block for a week. I don't want to do it. You know, Uh, be kind to yourself. I think Mm. that uh, another thing besides having that mindset of being self-aware, but also prepare to give yourself more grace. Yeah. Whenever you are making a lifestyle change or doing something for your health and wellness that you haven't done before, give yourself grace. It's not going to be perfect every single time. It's not going to be perfect ever. In fact, if there was any word that I could give up in the English language, it would be that word perfect. Yes. Because there is no such thing yet. And still, we all have a tendency to run and always put our best foot forward or try to perfect things as much Mm. as possible. Um, well, you know, your wellness is an imperfect topic. I mean, you know, one minute you're feeling great, the next minute you're not. One minute that medication works, the next minute it doesn't. Yeah. You get one diagnosis about what's going on with you, then you get another. I mean, it's always an in ongoing flux. journey. Yeah. It's always in flux. And therefore, so will your solution mm-hmm. on getting well. So when things kind of don't quite add up the way you want them to, you know, give yourself grace. The whole idea is to keep you moving forward and trying things that work and then realizing once they work and keep doing them until something else changes but to always be kind of like on a uh, self-discovery self-discovery network (laughs) a self-discovery mission that you enjoy getting to know yourself yes it's not just once and then it's oh you know i'm this no it is it is to be flexible to be adaptable, adoptable to the whatever the situation. And you talk about perfection. Well, you know, we have those perfect moments in life. Ah, oh, this is perfect. But we have yeah. to understand that perfection is a moment. It's a moment of, of joy and gratification and presence. But it's not meant to be there all the time. I absolutely love the word flawsome. Mm. There isn't one single person walking on this earth that doesn't have a flaw. Let's be awesome. Mm-hmm. In our flawsomeness and understand, you know, is our flaw detrimental to us or someone else? Or is our flaw a little quirk of who we are that defines who we are? And we can just embrace it without trying to fit ourselves in another box. Because I think yes. a great deal of anxiety comes in. But I need to be like her. I need to be like them. Our society demands that I be this. No, you are beautiful just who you are in your flawsomeness. Take the time to get to know you and what you need. And then you will find more of those perfect moments in your life. You know, it's interesting because when we take a look at where we are in our life now, and when we take a look at what's happened leading up to this point, we can see some patterns and some things. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the things, which is kind of, it is kind of like a whole, a holistic perspective, is, um, you know, self-evaluation. Uh, taking a look at patterns and things, mm-hmm. um, you know, noticing when, uh, as you said, the triggers, yes. uh, what the triggers might be that are causing you to feel uh, overwhelmed or that are causing you uh, to feel um, anxious. And when you see those patterns, then you have to make a decision on what are you going to let go of that's no longer serving you. Um, we are human beings and we change just like the weather. Yes. Uh, people say, you know, well, people are basically the same. They never change. And, you know, I would say that our DNA basically is, stays the same. 
-hmm. But our environment and life experiences and the people around us do change us or change our reactions to things that might have been different had those things not been there. Uh, But we are definitely uh, changeable. And many times the things that might not have upset you at one time, now they do. But the thing that you want to remember with anxiety and stress and any other kind of mental health or mental wellness challenge is that this too shall pass. Yes. I'm not talking about serious mental illness, mm-hmm. you know, where you have to take pharmaceuticals because there's sometimes some people really need that those chemicals to, to balance yes. them out. I'm talking about the almost antidotal anxiety that mm-hmm. came along with the pandemic uh, or the uh, antidotal um, worry, you mm-hmm. know, because now you have children for the first time and, and you're worried about leaving them alone, you know, all of that. Uh, these are all very much lifestyle kind of things that happen as we grow and change our life circumstances. Our responses to that can begin to, to change as well. So it's not to say that you can't change that anxiety um, result. You can't change mm-hmm. uh, that uh, sense of overwhelm or overworrying result. You can change that. Absolutely. You do not have to just take it there are things that you can do and i want to can i share some of those things yes okay all right um i want to talk a little bit about movement because i know you've heard about movement a lot everybody knows that when you exercise Mm -hmm. your feel-good hormones kick in and they chase away those things that um, might be causing you to feel anxious i mean it's there's been many studies that have found that movement because the feel-good happy hormones and what it does for the neurotransmitters by getting fresh oxygen um coming into the body, which uh, transforms into red blood cells, which goes straight up to the brain from the vagus nerve on up to the brain, from the gut to the brain, which helps you to feel mm-hmm. better. Okay, so we, we know all of that. But the other thing that is uh, really important is that taking a look at while when you're leveraging uh, the happy hormones and all of that, how many other opportunities during the course of the day do you have to move that you've been putting off? Not just that walk that you do or the workout in the gym, but what about when you're parking um, and walking to your office? Do you park at the furthest parking style as possible so you can get some more? Um, you know, more walk, more steps in. What about when you're at home? Uh, Do you try, you know, staying, walking around the house for a while, doing chores and other things and not sitting down after the first 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. Or um, about, what about uh, during the course of your day when you're behind the desk, you stand up for a while and maybe walk around your office or your cubicle or you stretch or you move. Those are other kinds of things of movement. And the reason why I mention that is that we have become very sedentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, two years ago, we were sheltering literally in place. And, you know, for a while, people were even afraid to go outside and walk. They weren't sure. I mean, no one was yeah. really sure, you know. Yeah. But even though we might have gone outside and walked, we were still a lot more sedentary. We were no longer walking to our cars mm-hmm. uh, to drive to the office and getting out of our off- a car to walk to our office. We weren't walking with our pals during lunchtime anymore. Yes. There was just, we weren't necessarily uh, stopping by, you know, going from work and then stopping by to do chores, walking from this place to another to do the chores on your way home. All of that stopped. And as a result, because we weren't moving as much, 
that's when the gloom and doom begins to start yeah. setting in if you're not consciously making it a priority to get out. So when I talk about movement, I'm talking about more than just exercise. I'm talking about looking for opportunities to literally increase your movement during the course of the day. And that can go such a long way towards driving down those cortisol levels that rise when we are anxious or stressed out. And the reason why you want to drive those down is that the cortisol levels, even though we uh, we need cortisol, I'm not saying get rid of it at all. We need cortisol to survive, but too much cortisol yeah. can thicken us and can um, uh, also cause other, other um, medical issues that we don't need to have. And I'm talking to women right now in particular. Uh, so doing the uh, the movement and adding that to your regime in some kind of way, more than just exercise, but just make, being, making a conscious effort to think about, oh, have I moved today? You know, walking out to the mailbox two or three times back and forth. I mean, just little things like that. When you're in the grocery store, walk around the full perimeter of the grocery store, then walk up and down the aisles. Because if I don't have time for all of that, and Make this is time. how I look at that. <laughs> yeah, this is how I look at that. You either pay for it on the front end or the back end. Yes. But guaranteed, you're going to pay. Yes. So why not go ahead and incorporate it? This is your life that you're talking yeah. about. You don't get to take it with you. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Our spirit uh, DNA does, you know, because you talked about DNA. And, and a lot of people do actually suffer from the imprint of the DNA of their families. You know, mm -hmm. mother, father, ancestors, etc. And you kind of think, well, have a tendency to be anxious. It seems to run through the family. Well, now you're conscious of that anxiety. You know that it's a part of that DNA maker. But is it actually associated with what you are anxious about? And then what can you do to address it? And, you know, have that conversation with your anxiety. I hear you. I know you're a pattern. But unless you're really giving me something to be anxious about i don't need you right we can't talk but, to ourselves well, folks and, and, <laughs> and this is something that's really important about that it is important to give a name to mm -hmm. those feelings that you're feeling um and the reason why is you do not want to get into the habit of um trying to numb yes those feelings yes because when you try to numb them it makes it even worse yeah you find yourself it take the anxiety or the worry or the sense of overwhelm lasts even longer. So you know you can. This is one of the things, one of the many holistic things I did to get rid of anxiety. One is okay. I see you, Mary. I know you're here. I'm gonna give you five minutes of my time, mm. and then I got I gotta move on, and I don't have time for you. So okay, five minutes. Oh, I'm so anxious. Oh, I'm so what? Oh, you know, for five minutes, and then at the end of five minutes, okay, your time is up, Mary. I gotta keep going, and you know what? That's a very effective and impactful holistic way to confront your anxiety it really spend the emotion work. spend the yes. emotion don't bottle it spend it release it that's right, right. Mm -hmm. acknowledge that it's there mm -hmm. don't try to push it back or numb it out now sometimes in order to function if things get so bad uh you may have to take a pharmaceutical in order for the talk therapy or whatever therapy that you're because mm -hmm. i'm hoping that if you're taking any kind of pharmaceutical you're in therapy as well and many times those the, the medication and the therapy can be a hand glove fit because the ther the medication helps you to process more and to be able to communicate and function in terms of communicating your feelings and of course the therapy helps you to talk about it draw it out and get it out of you 
But um, my hope would be, and my goal for all of my clients is that you're not on a, a medication for like ever and ever. Yeah. That it might be a tool, but the goal is to get off of that. That's the goal. Uh, so, you know, for those of you who are on, you know, medication of some kind that's not necessarily a bad thing it might be necessary in order for you to get from point a to point b but i would suggest that while you're on that yes that you begin to work towards getting off by finding out what other things you can do to help drive away some of those uncomfortable feelings that you've right. experienced i i do actually have some medication that you know when i know that the rabbit hole is opening up and and the overwhelming feeling is there and it's kind of beginning to lose control i go back on the medication uh, for a few days just to kind of get my equilibrium up you know I can I know the signs right when you know the signs you know I can't manage this the way I normally manage this I need help along with right. it so the medication helps me through that and I go and do all the other things that I need to do to kind of focus myself out of it and I've just written my memoir and looking at through the memoir um you know, it's kind of funny when you write your memoir and tell, do your life story. It's like it's, it, you know, you're looking back at it and you go, oh, 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 <laughs> all these threads of things that you didn't know was there. And like there's been an overwhelming feeling of sadness all through my life and detachment. Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously, that is just a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. um, again, the flaw in my awesomeness right so right. but that doesn't have to be uh, something I'm ashamed of or embarrassed about or that can hold me back not if you learn to manage it so when it gets too much I'm on the pills when I'm when I know I can handle things I go and do what I need to do music interviewing being proactive you know the tendency when you're anxious or getting depressed is to retreat and mm -hmm. that is the time when you need to actually um not push yourself because it's very hard to push yourself during that time period, but try and redirect yourself into something that you mm -hmm. know can redirect your mind into something else rather than dwelling on what you know could get its grips in you if you allow it to. Absolutely. A couple of other things you might want to think about doing. You mentioned something about getting it out of you. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely right. These feelings are really eking to get out yeah. because they're foreign. They don't belong in right. your body. They don't belong in your mindset. You don't want them to stay for an enormous amount of time because it can cause other issues as we managed before, as we managed before, mentioned before around, you know, chronic disease, things mm -hmm. like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, emotional eating, which brings more weight gain, uh, sleeplessness, yes. brain fog, all of those kinds of things uh, um, are, can cause huge issues for you, of course. And many of them can be rooted in uh, the fact that you are, you know, having these feelings, being totally stressed out or just and, and not recognizing it and not really doing anything about it. You don't have to be stressed out. There are things you yeah. can do. One of them um, uh, is writing or journaling. Yes. Uh, journaling is a great way to express anxiety and it can help it to feel more manageable. I had mentioned earlier about giving the name to your anxiety. Mm -hmm. That can really help, but also writing it out 
yeah. and telling the anxiety how you feel, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to get better. Uh, some research suggests that journaling and other forms of writing can help people to cope better yeah. with anxiety. Uh, some people take creative writing classes. Other people just like to journal. But and, and another thing that will be interesting is if you sometimes journal with your non-dominant hand, mm-hmm. because when you're using your non-dominant hand, of course, it's not as practice and may not look as pretty, but it's interesting how it's writing maybe things that subconsciously you would not normally write when you were in using the, the normal yes. hand that you use and you're in control. So this is a, a an attempt by writing with a non-dominant hand to get you to loosen up that control a little bit and to write out things that might be rooted in your subconscious that you're not even aware of that you have. So that's definitely one thing that you can do that can be quite helpful. Yeah, well, uh, ordering journal- too, actually. You know, if ordering, you know, if you're not into the writing, um, you know, sometimes you're, you're driving home, you're in traffic, you're feeling frustrated, well, switch your recorder on, you know, mm-hmm. express your feelings in the recorder, you know, talk mm-hmm. about all the things that you feel are piled up on you. And then when you play it back, you go, yeah, yeah, that did pee me off. But, you know, it's not that big a deal. I can let that one go. Or I can let this one go. Oh, that one. I need to attend to. So sometimes having your own voice speak back to you is like a good friend speaking back to you and saying, are you aware? So you can either write it, you can order it, you can video it. But we have so much time on our hands when we're traveling to work or going for that walk or exercising or whatever the case is. Everybody seems to have their phone attached to them nowadays. So switch on the recorder and verbalize you know it's for you so it doesn't matter if it's perfect or if there's a stream of swear words or whatever comes out of you let it come out of you listen back only once mm. and, right only once um, and then look at that one spent it's out of my system this one's still nagging at me what can I do about it because it's a way rather like journaling to actually be able to see what the issue is we're very often we're too men, uh, much in the issue to actually mm-hmm. recognize what it is yeah sometimes we're really too close to it yeah. um another one I wanted to mention was aromatherapy I am a yes. great fan of essential oils I think that essential oils were responsible for my initial comeback my um my first um uh, eight years um, of, of, you know, going through this journey and working on myself, essential oils were a very, very important piece of it. And there's certain kinds of essential oils that you can use. Almost all of them um, can be sniffed or diffused or put in certain parts of the body. Um, people ask me all the time, which ones do you use? And um, the ones that I use were the combination of oils that someone gave me nine years ago and that I just keep ordering it. And so it has a combination of oils in it. But some of the some of the things that's in it is lavender, which yes. of course is one of the most popular yes. um, oils. But it's really, it can be uh, good for calming anxiety and also for sleep troubles. Because if you're having sleeplessness, that will help to exacerbate the symptoms of anxiety. So using oils that can help lower you to sleep could be very helpful plus your body really needs the rest when you're anxious your body is you know doing everything it can to Mm. compensate for the fact that you're anxious and that's why lots of times when you're feeling anxious at the end of the day, you're exhausted yes. because you've been doing everything you can to kind of push past that. Your body's been trying to support you in that. And it's tough. You're so tensing it's up. Just... Everything about you is tensing right, up. Right. So the blood flow, the energy flow, everything is not flowing through your body. You're cutting it all off. 
right, by being tense. And this only exacerbates it and makes it even worse. So they, they're taking the deep breaths, sniffing that aromatherapy. I actually love lavender and peppermint together. They're rather fabulous for headaches and rejuvenation. But lavender mm -hmm. on your pillow, right next to you yes. on your pillow. Right? On your pillow, or you can um, uh, diffuse it. Um, or you can also put it a little, yeah. with a little bit of carrier oil underneath your nose. Yes. You can also put it on the bottom of your feet, right where the... Um, the fleshy part of the ball of the foot is right mm -hmm. there. You can put it there as well. And it gets immediately into your bloodstream and you will find it has kind of a, a sedative effect. It, it relaxes you. It calms you. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's lavender. So it has a wonderful scent as well. Yes. That's one of the things I would uh, recommend. The other one is jasmine oil. Mm -hmm. um, jasmine has a really great floral scent, um, of course. And there's various types of uh, jasmine oils, but it can help to calm the nervous system which really kicks up when um, you are, are stressed or anxious and it calms the nervous system without um, you getting sleepy. In fact, it can actually have a stimulant effect. Um, there was a study um, back in 2017 uh, where um, when they gave, they were testing this on rats and when they gave, um, uh, let's say a peppermint oil to the rats, they were, you know, and moving yeah. around and all that kind of stuff. But when they gave them the jasmine, they still were moving around, but it seemed to be less frazzled Frantic. and mm -hmm. less hurried. Yes. So it can definitely uh, work. You can put it on your pillowcase before you go to sleep. You can put it in the room of the diffuser. But the best way that I use it to kind of regulate my mood uh, is I put it on the wrist here yeah. so I can smell it and sometimes I put it on my stomach and we'll talk about that in a minute because that is a huge piece of what's going on with your emotions yeah. is what's going on with your stomach yeah. uh, the other thing want to take a look at sweet basil that's also something that's very good uh, it helps to calm the mind and it can release stress Roman chamomile mm. Roman chamomile is another one that is really good for relieving anxiety and stress both those together, the sweet basil and the Roman chamomile can be very impactful. And you can uh, put them, um, what I like to do is to put them in the palm of my hands, rub them in, and then mm -hmm. breathe them in. That's kind of create your own little, you know, diffuser with your hands. Yes. Uh, and, and it immediately gets into the bloodstream. You'll feel something uh, right away. Um, chamomile is another one. Um, I think I mentioned, did I mention Roman chamomile? I don't know if I did or not. It's not the Roman chamomile. Okay. No. Roman chamomile. Roman chamomile in particular is what you should use for anxiety because it really does make a difference. It's a little bit different than just the regular chamomile. It does relax you, but it doesn't put you to sleep. The regular chamomile might really put you to sleep, mm -hmm. but Roman chamomile is much better for anxiety because it doesn't necessarily put you to sleep. Sometimes you can't go to sleep when you want to. In fact, um, when you have anxiety, it's sometimes better to try to push yourself a little bit, not to take a nap right away unless yeah. you're really tired some people use uh sleep as a way of numbing yeah. uh what's going on and you know i get it i understand that but what you don't want to do is numb it down so much that you can't help eradicate it by confronting it so you don't want to try to use anything that's going to mask um, what you're feeling so that you'll be able to tell the doctor what's going on and you know and then he even though he has 
uh, prescribed something perhaps for you may not be inclined to go back to that same uh, medicinal, you know, that same medication and yes. may try something else that's more holistic. Yeah. Sometimes we've got to train our doctors. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, to, to understand that medicine very often is is taking care of the symptom, but not the root cause, you know, and, um, you know, this show could have also gone under your health is your choice, which it very much is because, we need to not hand ourselves over to doctors and say, fix me. We need to work with them into actually understand what is the root cause, uh, what things can we do that can help empower you to make your health more optimized. And we've got to understand it is a partnership. It isn't just, you know, fix me, give me drugs, tell me mm -hmm. what to do and all of that, that the, that the, there are so many different modalities out there of, of finding out what fits you is this that yes. there is no one size that fits all you know mm -hmm. aromatherapy could be it the, the various different types of meditation um music whatever it is you've got to be an investigator of your own health and what is your well-beingness you know i was thinking that while you're talking about these oils you're about to go into a stressful meeting you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of oil before you go in there to calm your system down. Because when your presence, <laughs> exactly, when your presence, when you go into a meeting is calm, your aura is calm, your vibration is calm, you're, you're setting the stage for calmness around you. If you're mm -hmm. going in anxious, right, and then they're picking up on that anxiety and it can raise a red flag or it can stop people from listening or it can aggravate their own anxiety. So there's so many things we can do to take ownership of our own selves if we're willing to go through that investigation and, and to try different things. You are not a one-size-fits-all. It's not about the shakes. It's not about the aromatherapy on all, the meditation on all, or the exercise on it all. It's about the combination. Mm -hmm. It's how we can put things together that suits us on our own wellness journey. That's, you're absolutely right. And another thing you can do to kind of find out where you're at is have your panels pulled so mm -hmm. you can see what your levels of hormones are and everything else and how it's working because because that can help you to make the right choices yeah. in terms of what you what practice you're going to choose to help you. Um, in general, uh, if you find that uh, anxiety is a problem and it's stressing you out to the point where uh, you can't uh, get enough sleep and with prior maybe a month ago, this wasn't a problem, Maybe if you were to take a panel, what might show up is that your magnesium is down. Mm. You find you're having unusual cravings, you know, for chocolate all the time. And normally you don't eat chocolate and other kinds of cravings. That's always an indication that something is off. Right. Uh, if it is something like a magnesium, there are good magnesium supplements that you can take. Uh, there's also essential oils that are uh, magnesium as well. It's amazing how so much of what we need uh, to stay preventative and to use uh, for the medicinal qualities if we get sick are, are essential oils because there's just so much there. It's like, you know, we were made, uh, you know, and placed on this, uh, on a planet that really did have yes. all of the things that we needed right around us. It's only been within the last thousand years or so we've been Paid consciously attention. working on ruining it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, and, you know, they always say for, for whatever disease, there's a cure a few feet away, right? You know, there's always answers. And when you talk about magnesium, I take magnesium with vitamin D every night and the D helps the magnesium absorb and vice versa. Right. So very often the combinations of how you take something. And I take proglucamine every morning um, yes. along with a few other things and it's like you, you will and the help the magnesium helps you sleep as well 
right? So yes, whether it you does. so whether you take it in pill form or um, you know, especially through the winter, we need more of the D than we do in the summer because we're not getting in the sun. Um, mm -hmm. but it's it's also knowing. Uh, I need to up my level here right now because of the environment or because of the stress level, or it's okay, I can decrease that right now because, you know, of this or that. And it's, I think, we, you know, when I talked about before management of your own mental health, but your own wellness health, yes. it's mm -hmm. that, you know, we've, we've got to actually understand we put more time into our computers and cleaning them and deleting things and, and servicing our cars than we do ourselves. And if mm -hmm. we could actually look at ourselves as a, a beautiful organism that needs to be maintained and uh, needs to be optimized and uh, nurtured in a way, because this is your vehicle in life. Mm -hmm. This body is mm -hmm. your vehicle. And if you don't look after it and it starts breaking down, I'm sorry, you can't trade it in. You're stuck absolutely. with it. So yep, yeah, absolutely. You, you want to honor, you honor your temple yeah. and you want to uh, take a look of, of what you already have yeah. and how it might aid you in your quest. Um, if you happen to have an animal, uh, that's fantastic. And you can train your animals to be emotional support dogs. Um, and they say you can't change, uh, teach an old dog new tricks, but you can train uh, older dogs and how to be emotional support dogs. Yes. If you have an emotional support, that doesn't mean that you're crazy or anything like that. It just means that you might need some extra comfort or extra help. But I think it's very wise for people uh, to have their dogs trained as emotional support dogs yeah. in case there is yeah. um, anything. And, and during this stage and of life- they love doing it. They love yeah, they giving love you it. the love. Yes. That's right. Because they get the treats and all the other stuff <laughs> they do that. But it's a wonderful way. It's, an, it's another tip of mine, which is spending time with animals. Because yes. they, they um, offer compassion and unconditional love and uh, support. And there was a study that was done in 2018 that showed that um, they can help, these pets can help uh, humans with a variety of medical issues, including anxiety as well. Um, one quick thing about supplements. Some of them work, some of them don't. Yeah. You won't know for sure until you try them. Yes. But more than likely, um, you want to do your research on, if, if you find an herb that might be good for you, you want to do some research on what form should you yeah. ingest it? You know, is a tea okay? Or should it be as a supplement? Or can you just eat it? Because they're all a little different when it comes to that. And the processes we take them through so they're palatable um, makes a big difference in terms of how impactful they'll be for your overall body sometimes we cut off our nose to spite our face mm. oh this is a great herb but it tastes so bad so when i make it i'm, I'm gonna add lots of honey and this and that you know it's same thing with coffee coffee is only as bad quite frankly as what you put in it coffee is one of the best hot drinks in the world when it comes to right anti um antibody yeah. not antibodies um anti-inflammatory mm. uh and also um antibacterial it's amazing. It really is. But when you start adding the sugars and the yep. creamers and yep. all those stuff, straight black, that, yep. straight black. <laughs> that's when things kind of. That's when the kind of you know you're yeah. you're neutering its ability to uh, to help yes. you out. Right. No, you you talked about stomach before, and you know people mm -hmm. don't realize that the stomach is an indication that there's something wrong. Whether Absolutely. it's the, your stress level, your your uh, anxiety level, um, the intake of the food or uh, your, your well-beingness overall, your health, your stomach is going to tell you. And, you know, we take the old Pepto-Bismol and we think, you know, just ignore the acids that are happening in there um, and we don't pay attention. 
to what is wrong. And, you know, a lot of people, when they get into very high stress and anxiety, their stomachs, we, we talk about, you know, mm-hmm. turn my stomach. Mm-hmm. Something turned my stomach. Well, anxiety and stress can turn your stomach. And if it's you don't nice. keep those acidities down in your colon, your kidney and your liver is all going to be in stress, which then throws your entire body into stress. Yes, detox, um, detoxifying your mind, body and spirit comes in so many different ways, so many different ways that you can do that. But guarantee you do want to detox your body. And there are detoxes that you can take uh, that will help to get rid of the toxins and other things that will cause you in many cases to uh, react to things differently and to feel differently because they don't belong in the body. They need to get out. So giving yourself a detox under the um, care of a practitioner or a coach Mm -hmm. uh, because you want somebody who knows what they're talking about so they can give you an idea of what to expect depending on whatever detoxification process you're uh, planning on taking. Because you don't want to trigger something wrong there or go into stress. Exactly, exactly. And the last thing I wanted to share with you um, is a very obvious one, but sometimes I think we forget about that. And that is just the breath. Yes. There is great power in the breath. Yep. And deep breathing is important or uh, intermittent breathing where you breathe uh, in for a little while, you hold it for about five seconds, and then you breathe out. That can make such a difference towards the end of your day, maybe even before your loved one uh, gets there. But also deep breathing. We want to refresh our minds. Oh, and I was going to say about the gut. There is a nerve that stretches from the brain to the gut, literally the vagus nerve. And that nerve takes up to the brain the end result of the digestive process that goes on in the gut. So if there's any bad bacteria down there, it's going to take that too and take it straight up to the gut. And next thing you know, you're feeling tired. Uh, your your memory is going of oh, so many things yeah. that just make it difficult, especially if you're still working, you need your memory and, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it can really uh, be a bear. So you want to make sure that you are doing the things for a healthy gut. Yes. And that's a whole nother conversation, but I will tell you this, most guts are unhealthy because mm-hmm. of the medications that we've taken, because we've never really eaten a menu that is gut healthy. And also because of the kind of foods in general as a society that we eat. Um, Going back to um, nutrition, uh, there are, I have something called um, anxiety salad, believe it or not. And it's a salad that's high in magnesium. Mm -hmm. And uh, it also has a crunch. And the crunch is a physical way of uh, getting rid of some of that anxiety. You find yourself focusing on the crunch and when is the next mouthful going on that? And eating slowly, Mm -hmm. taking your time to eat also, getting as much nutrients out of the chew as possible. That too is important. Um, Can't tell you how how much. Uh, The other thing I was going to tell you that uh, could be very, very helpful um, is... um, Taking a look at uh, your time management strategies and learning to set boundaries. Yes. Sometimes, no. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we book ourselves so far yes. and so many things going on. And then when the time comes, you're totally stressed out trying to fit everything in. Be realistic. Yeah. Okay. Especially you entrepreneurs out there. I know you're busy running your business and all that kind of stuff, but I have really learned that less is more. And I used to work, you know, you know hours I a day. I know. I used to call you out on it. <laughs> yes. Hours a day. Yeah. I, I no longer do that. I, I usually get up around 3 or 3.30, but I, I, I start working like around 6. And I work about from 6 to 2, something like that. And that's it. 
and maybe I'll go back maybe around seven or eight just to check on things and, you know, uh, uh, organize for tomorrow. But that's it. I have other things to do. And actually, my business is better because of it. You're more focused. Mm. Yes, I'm more focused. Um, I'm giving um, my work. The, for, for me, the best fruits of the day are in the very beginning of this, where I'm most creative and everything else. But I also set the expectations of uh, my clients differently as well. I mean, you know, when you run your own business, who's going to fire you? Yeah, You're going to exactly. fire you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, if you decide that, you know, with this client, um, it's going to take me three and a half months to be able to get her to where I think she wants to be. Not two months, not three months, three and a half months. Many times the people who you are setting deadlines for, they're not aware of your internal processes. And if you were to say, oh, I'll have that for you by December 1st. And, um, you know, they'll probably say, okay, fine. But you could have said probably December 10th. And then yes. we have said, fine, too. You won't know until you do it. Don't necessarily set your timeline expectations around trying to impress someone else. Set it around what you know you can do. Now, if they tell you, oh, but I need it by that time, then that's okay. Get it to them by that time and then renegotiate something else. But do not let your time management system manage you. You manage it and set boundaries. And the first boundary you have to do is set a boundary with yourself. Do not be dishonest with yourself. Yeah. You, you know, what is your process? You know, I have a process in the morning I get here, I do my breakfast over the computer and that is going through the emails, going through all the other stuff. I'm setting myself up for an interview, two interviews a day. Then I do all the editing, et cetera, et cetera. Come five o'clock, that computer is switched off. If I have to email somebody back and it's important, then fine. Otherwise, it can wait for tomorrow. And it's like so many people think, but because they're an entrepreneur or because they're working from home and the office is just over there, I can just go in and do a bit more. I can just go in and do a bit more. And But that's going to cost you on something else. So set your time management, your priorities. If you've got a deadline, yes, okay, that's totally different. But on your day-to-day, Set yourself up a routine and a system that you know is in flow and in sync with you. And then it won't get overwhelming and it won't, uh, it won't become a chore. It will become something that you're looking forward to doing because you've got that system that's working for you. Absolutely. So important. So important. And I do believe that um, everything we need to thrive and to do all the things we want to do lies within within us yes because very rarely do we want to really do something that really resonates with us that we don't have any any ability at all to do it i mean there's something in you if you really want to do something then that means that whatever you need you already have you just have to have to peel back the layers right. and figure out what that is so when you see something that you want to try to try to decrease your anxiety and your stress and you know so it feels kind of funny don't be shy go ahead and do it yeah Go ahead and yeah. try it. Yeah. I would be surprised. Um, tree hugging, believe it or not, yes. is one of my favorite things to tell people uh, to do. Uh, there's something very medicinal about getting outside and being with trees. There I love talking chemical... to trees. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. There's a chemical that comes down from the mm. trees that uh, makes a difference in our brain and our awareness. Plus, you're outside with fixed oxygen. Mm. Hopefully, you're getting some vitamin D, which mm -hmm. is super important. Do going on that nature walk, um, not necessarily walking just to you know lose weight, which, by the way, 
for women in particular who are over 50. They are now saying going hard with exercise may not get you the results you think you're going to get. The best way to do it is um, low impact Mm. and also taking a look at what you're putting in your mouth. Right. After 45 or 50, losing weight is all about the hormones and what you put in your mouth. That, that's it. Yeah. The exercise can tone you or make you feel better, give you fresh oxygen to help you get gut healthy, but it is not necessarily determining uh, your size. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. There's some people that will might disagree with me, but it's there's new sciences out there yeah. and, it, and it's, it definitely is the truth when it comes to midlife women. The idea of- And, you know, and also to understand your body type. I'm right. a much rounder woman. You're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look sensational in a swimsuit. You don't want to see me in a swimsuit. And that's okay <laughs> because some of this, you know, this is the one thing that, you know, is um, people don't really, your boobs keep growing as you get older, right? They do. And it's like, I don't need to be Dolly Parton at this age. Thank you very much. Yeah, but tell you know, me about it. Yeah. Well, you know, they're there. And it's like, don't beat yourself up if you are maintaining your health, maintaining your strength, managing mm-hmm. your life. If you do become rounder or things are beginning to stomachs beginning to show this, that, etc. Don't beat yourself up uh, because we can't all look like Linus. Right. You know, some of this are just that shape and that's it. Right? Oh, my goodness. You must have saw that picture of me on Facebook when I was on vacation. Yes, you look fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, I, I surprised myself. I really did. I was just goofing around with my daughter on vacation. I had a fabulous vacation for three weeks. I had such a great time. And we had gone to the beach. We were in the ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean. I was fooling around. I did this pose. And when it came out later, I was like, oh, yes. you know, it's interesting because... <laughs> We don't see ourselves yeah. as others see us. And I think that it's the same thing when it comes to making a determination as to what you want to do to try to get rid of that anxious feeling or that stressed yeah. out feeling. You'll be surprised how it might um, impact you. So any of the things that I mentioned, and there's so many other things, yes. um, I want to encourage you to try them and you might get one of those, oh, wow, yeah. that does work. And I wanted to share something else uh, with them, if I could, Sarah. I, I don't know exactly uh, when this is going to be airing, next but I'm week. going to be doing next week. I'm going to be doing a workshop on um, holiday stress and anxiety um, because we're heading into a season where we have several things going on. Mm-hmm. And for and and I normally work with midlife women, so for them sometimes it's a triple whammy. Yes. It's all the different things that are going on with their bodies, which impacts how they feel and how they encode the world. Then it's moving into the time of the year where flu and viruses are going on, which back in the day, back in the day, two years ago, yeah. big deal, but now big deal yes, because we don't yes. know what's coming around the no, corner now. <laughs> right. And then we're going towards the holidays mm-hmm. and just that whole thing. And with the economy here in the States being really interesting, um, those are all things that everybody's concerned yeah. about. So in this course, um, I talk about uh, even more, many more uh, things that you can do to manage that holiday stress and anxiety so that you can really enjoy your family, enjoy your own company and enjoy the season without being stressed out, anxious and worried and having that sense of overwhelm all the time about what's coming around the corner that may never come or about, you know, whatever the trigger is, there are ways that you can control that. And so that's going to be on November. I have to look at my calendar, remind myself, uh, November 2nd. It's a Wednesday. 
And um, if it's okay, Sarah, I'll send you some information about that because I'm still designing the, sh the jump page, but yes. I'll send you the information yes, about that. Yes, most certainly. And, and I'll get it up there. And of course, uh, uh, Linus is a mentor with us on the orchardofwisdom.org and here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. You'll see uh, our mentorship up there and uh, all of our information on our mentorship is there as well. And we will add this uh, event coming up under our event page as well. So you can see and sign up directly for it. You know, there's another thing I want to add is that um, if we compare, I mean, I can look at you. I have a friend that's older than me and she's also can look fantastic in a swimsuit. And if we look at other people around our age and think, oh, why did they look so good? And I don't. And we start mm -hmm. worrying about it and comparing. And we watch somebody on social media and we watch this and we, uh, we see that. It is like, take that breath. You are who you are. Love who you are are and don't compare and don't compete those are two things that is so detrimental to your well-beingness to your equilibrium learn to love yourself for who you are do unto your own body mind psyche spirit and soul and your heart as you would want others to nurture you and you would nurture other people but you know the social medias we've got the news we've got everything else repression repression mm -hmm. repression mm -hmm. and it's like it's okay to switch it off it's okay just to watch puppy puppy dogs or, or support people doing wonderful things that are making you laugh and if that post comes up that is that is depressing and you know that it's not going to be good for you it's okay to bypass it we don't that's have right. to respond to every single one of them and that is something that's really really important just be the beautiful, flawsome, awesomeness of who you really are. Honor your own body, your own mind, your own heart and soul, and just love you. Because when you love you, that love exudes from you. And it will so change lovely. the entire chemistry within you and everything that you look out at life on and how life looks in on you. So that is an important thing. Absolutely. I cannot stress enough how important uh, during this whole journey mindset is. And one of the things that's a mindset killer is comparing yourself yeah. to others. You yeah. don't have to do that. There yeah. are other things. There, there's so many wonderful things about you. And, uh, and, you, sh and you should list them. Yes. Uh, another holistic thing that I do that can be very helpful is just listing, list, listing, can't talk today, listing <laughs> the wonderful things about you, the mm. things that you love about yourself, not the things that others say they love about, mm -hmm. the things that you love about you. Those are the things you should focus on and, and celebrate that. Congratulate yes. yourself about yes. it. Yes. Feel great about it. Yes. You know, um, I think the other thing too, which uh, is very helpful in terms of how we view ourselves is celebrating our successes, mm. no matter how small they are. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, <laughs> it does not matter. No. What matters is how you feel about you. And sometimes it's something as small. And when you begin to start, you know, doing all those uh, things that we're talking about and they begin to, first of all, celebrate the fact that you're trying it. Okay. Yeah. So, and definitely celebrate the fact if it works, because what you think about, what you ponder on, what you celebrate keeps coming back to you. The more you are grateful, the more you recognize things, uh, the more you are aware of what's working and you recognize that, the more that will come to you. It's almost like an unexpected law of the universe, yeah. you know, that if you focus on gratitude, yeah. more things to be grateful for come in. If you focus on all the things that aren't working, 
more and more things stop working. This is a basic manifestation law, but it can even work when it comes to your whole anxiety and, and, and worry thing. Uh, yes, you can expect to worry. I'm going to worry today. I know I'm going to be anxious today. And guess what? You will be. Guaranteed. So my last uh, holistic tip is absolutely positively affirmations. I know yes. some people poo-poo it, but they really <laughs> do work. You can, you can use them in creative ways. I do something called an affirmation shower. I get in the shower and I start doing and saying my affirmations, declaring who I am or who God says I am, even if I may not feel that way. Yeah. And as I'm scrubbing, I'm washing away any negativity and replacing it verbally with something that's positive. And it's a great way to start your day. It absolutely is a great way. And I, I use EFT in the shower. You do uh, what? Oh, emotional freedom to mm -hmm. EFT mm -hmm. because while I'm busy tapping, you know, the water is such a wonderful co a, a conduit and you're kind of, you're washing away that any form of negativity and uh, you, you know, you're rejuvenating yourself with the positivity, you know, gratitude attitude is, is really kind of the, the nectar of living. When you learn to have a positive attitude because you live in gratitude mm -hmm. and you focus on what you do have, everybody has something they don't want. Everybody has something they have to face. Everybody has something that's gone wrong in their lives. But when you look at it and say, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. What can I learn from this? Who can I become because of this? Then mm. you learn to be grateful for the challenges in life because all they've done is revealed how capable you really are. Wow. That's amazing. And you're absolutely right. I absolutely agree with you. So on that note, how do people get hold of you? Um, and I know you have Linktree, which has everything on there, but um, all of your Wednesdays, or it's Tuesdays, is it Tuesdays or Wednesday things that you do on Facebook? Yeah, just tell us um, I have, yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot, have a lot going on. on yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on, um, in particular, I have a group called um, the uh, Vibe Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond group. And uh, in that group, we have 18,100 women wow. from 92 different countries that are all, yes, when I first started that, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 18,000. And so each day has a theme. Mm. And uh, all you have to do is just, you know, go ahead and join us. Uh, on Mondays is Motivation Monday. On Tuesdays is Talk Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, it's Wellness Wednesday. On Thursday, it's uh, Thriving Thursday. How are you thriving? Or Tribute Thursday. Do you want to give tribute to, to a woman that you know that's been instrumental in your life? Friday is Fun and Fitness Friday. Saturday is um, Self Care Saturday. And Sunday is Spiritual Sunday. So every day has a theme. Mm -hmm. And people post about that theme also in the group we have something called the premium membership program for all you entrepreneurs out there uh, and small business people and, and coaches and trainers and practitioners that have a product or service that you know would be of interest to women in the demographic that's represented there the average demographic is between 45 and 55 then this is a group that you might want to consider actually um, doing your sales postings you can do webinars in there you can do uh, we have something called talk Tuesday where you go in and present and talk about what's going on uh, with your business. So if that sounds like uh, something that you would be interested in, all you have to do is DM me on uh, Facebook. You can reach me that way on Facebook by DMing me. And my name is Glennis Woods Mullins. Or on Instagram, you can go to Vibe Wellness Woman on Instagram and send me a message there. In fact, that's right. Facebook is message. Instagram is DM. DM me on Instagram. <laughs> message me on Facebook. Those are the best ways to get in touch with me because I am in there quite a bit. But we also posted my link tree and my contact information is there as well. Right. And the link tree is Linktree Linus, L-Y-N-N-I-S. 
Correct. Simply that, right? And all of your links are on there. And please do come back. Uh, you know, all you have to do is put Linus Wood Mullins here in selfdiscoverymedia.com or go to the mentorship page and you'll hear all of the shows that she's done with us in the past. And believe me, she has interviewed and shared so much incredible wisdom and interviewed some absolutely awesome people that are out there making a difference you know, to us in yes. our lives. We learn from other people's experiences. We learn from other people's skills and tools and, and approaches to things. And when we choose to listen, we choose to identify, relate, and therefore apply. So, uh, you know, podcasting is great. You have a podcast as well on Apple? Yes, I do. I have a podcast called Vibe Living Podcast, and it's on um, all your favorite listening pass, uh, uh, platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. Um, I don't know. It's, it's on 15 different stations. Oh, no, more than 15. I think 50 different stations. Um, so all you have to do is just Google Vibe Living Podcast, and my podcast will pop up. Great, wonderful. And, uh, you know, please go and listen. That's how we learn. That's how we discover ourselves. That's how we find out what really is going to work for us because somebody is sharing with you, like Linus has shared today, all the things that she does, all the wonderful tips that she does for us to live in our vibe, in our good vibrations, how to be a vibrant woman or man and just celebrate ourselves for who we really are. But we all need a little help along the way. We yes. all need some guidance. There, don't expect to be, um, you know, an, an expert on absolutely everything. It is that I really love this, but am I using it right? I really want to do this, but I need guidance on actually how to use it properly so it does benefit me. So Linus is here, and she's here to help you along that way. So wonderful having you back here again, Linus. It's been great having uh, it's been great having you, like I said, <laughs> my guest. It's been great being a guest for a change. Thank you so much. You're doing such wonderful and important work, as you always do. And you're just a jewel and a blessing to all who know you and all who get a chance to listen to you. So thank you so much for right all that you put you. into the world. Right back at you, my darling. Right back at you. We've both been doing this a long time. Me, 10 yes. and a half years. You, number of years, 15 or whatever. Yes. And it's, it's uh, we do it because we love it. We, right. we, love the, we love the exuberance of people who have taken their journey and who are willing to share uh, because that's how we apply it to ourselves. And just quite honestly, if we want to make this world a better place, we do it one person at a time. One person we, at a time. We take responsibility for who we are. We step into our beautiful, loving essence and understand that that is part of the solution that the world needs. Absolutely. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. My pleasure. Linktree slash Linus, L-Y-N-N-I-S. All of her uh, data is on there. Also, come back here to selfdiscoverymedia.com and put in Linus Wood Mullins. You'll see her under mentorship on orchardofwisdom.org. She's up there on mentorship as well. Listen to all of her shows. Believe me, there is so much more from Linus. So until next time, folks, we wish you all the best. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.